0: College students are under attack. At least that's what this article from Business Insider is trying to tell us. Yes. Jennifer is here with me to discuss the um would we say the absurdity of this article?
1: I think absurdity is fair.
0: So I think what we're trying to accomplish here is just to remind you to go straight to the source. Yes. So this is an opinion piece. It's gonna sound like an opinion piece. And because of that, we were like, well, what does the actual bill say? Say, Because this discusses a particular bill in question, so we went straight to the bill, mm-hmm. and we found that it doesn't really line up with the article.
1: Yeah. But you say that it sounds like an opinion piece. Sometimes it doesn't sound like an opinion piece.
0: That's true. Sometimes things are stated mm-hmm. almost as if they're fact. Almost
1: factually. And if you don't actually go read the bill, you wouldn't realize that. You would just share this article and say, oh, no. Look what's happening. Our students. Uh, The kids. Think of the kids.
0: And most people just read the headlines, and then they'll read the first couple paragraphs. They don't have time to read the whole thing, which is a problem.
1: And I know when you first mentioned the article to me, I was like, oh, so (laughs) kindergarten students have to do a survey about Mm -hmm. their, have to expose their political beliefs. I'm like, five-year-olds don't have political beliefs.
0: Right. So it's only about college students. But But you wouldn't get that from the title. You wouldn't get
1: that from the headline. It sounds like... All students in Florida and like staff members are going to have to do this, but it's only about college students.
0: Right. So the headline is, As a teacher, the Republican Florida law requiring students and staff to expose their political beliefs is a gross government overreach. Which, if that were true, I would agree that that would be an overreach if you're forcing students to express their viewpoints.
1: Absolutely. But also the headline does not state, That it's an opinion piece.
0: Yeah. At least the one we're looking at on Yahoo News, it doesn't say that until you read a little bit of the way down.
1: Now, we did pull it up on actual business cider until it made us pay for things.
0: But we're poor (laughs) and cheap.
1: Yes. Well, I'm poor. You're cheap. Yeah. yeah. Um, So, (laughs) we... When I was able to pull it up a little bit, it is in the opinion section of Business Insider, so it does have that tab at the very top of the article.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So kudos a little bit to Business Insider, but in the headline that I could see, it did not say opinion at all.
0: It, it really should say opinion, it should in, say opinion the headline. in the headline, right?
1: Because we know we live in a clickbait world mm-hmm. where people are going to just read the headline and share. Mm-hmm. And if I saw opinion, I would be more likely to take the time to click on the article Mm -hmm. and actually see it before I share it. To be like, okay, well, does this person's opinion actually line up?
0: And it's odd, too, because the opinion of the person, the person whose opinion it is, they live in Virginia. And they're commenting on Florida law, which, you know, they have every right to do. It's just a little odd.
1: Yeah. Kind of like, well... I Don't go around commenting on mm-hmm. Virginia law often.
0: It just seems very tribalistic or partisan. I mean, because if you go to their Twitter, they, you know, they obviously have very deeply held, you know, political beliefs. But it just seems like every chance someone gets, they they take it, regardless of where it's happening.
1: Yeah. Well, and also, Ron DeSantis has gotten a lot of flack recently. Um, Which I have my own opinions about Ron DeSantis, but... Yeah,
0: well, I mean, he's definitely been in the news a lot, because I think there's speculation that he'll run in 2024, so I think they're trying to muddy the waters early. Yeah, well, good for them. So if you thought the two-year-long campaign last year was too much, or or over the last two years was too much, uh, get ready for a four-year campaign, so...
1: All right, let's get into these bullet points.
0: So, yeah. So the first bullet point states that, and again, we're not really sure why they're starting this off with bullet points, but whatever. Florida Republican passed a law that mandates students and faculty to clarify their political beliefs. So just keep that in mind. So we'll read this article and then we'll read the actual text of the bill. As an educator and former Republican, the new law is a terrible overreach of government.
1: I like how he sprinkles opinion in with bullet points that are facts
0: as well.
1: Fact, opinion.
0: Colleges and universities should be realms of free expression, unmonitored by politicians. I feel like these should be in quotes because these are the author's actual opinions. Yes. Which I agree. Colleges and universities should be realms of free expression, unmonitored by politicians. And then oh, it goes look. on to state that Matt Walton, who is the author, is a twenty fifteen Republican nominee for the Virginia House of Delegates.
1: So so we know his political aspirations before we even know that this is an opinion call.
0: However, I th- I think he switched party. Parties, I believe. Matt Walton. Mm, we can pull that up later. So the article starts off with Tell us your political beliefs or else.
1: In quotation marks.
0: As if the bill is has that in that's writing. That's what
1: that says to me. Right.
0: Even just like right off the bat, you know that that's not something that would be put into a government document. No. I wish government documents were that easy to read. That's straightforward. <laughs> yes. But they're not. So the article starts off. Uh, this is what is required by Uh, Florida public university students and faculty under a new law to tell us your political beliefs or else or else what That that is the
1: question of the hour
0: recently the Republican Florida legislature passed SB 233 which mandates the state board of education to conduct an annual survey of the intellectual freedom and viewpoint diversity on each campus. Once it was passed by the legislature, it was signed into law by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. Ooh, scary stuff. Bad guy. <laughs> this bill will survey the staff and students at public universities about their political beliefs. The bill and the resulting surveys are dangerous and an overreach of the government. No surveying. No collecting data. None at all. How,
1: how dare the government or a university need data
0: yeah don't universities usually use data in all sorts of things for all sorts of things
1: and that's you know as a social worker that's how we find a need is to collect data and see where there's a gap right which kind of sounds like what they want to do
0: well no data for the college students no data for the So it goes on, we should not compel universities to ask their employees or students about their political beliefs, which we agree with. I mean, that's the first rule of thumb at any family gathering, at any workplace. You don't talk about politics, religion, or whatever the third one is. People do it anyway. What is the third one? Politics, religion, and sports? No, Mm, no. not sports. People talk about sports. People talk about sports. I don't know.
1: Which, for the record, Jack and I completely did not do. We completely ignored that. Which is how we got here.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was very opinionated at work. I, I guess I was opinionated too. So. Did I start it? You
1: would always start it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, because I liked, I don't know, you would always get flustered.
1: You <laughs> liked debating with me.
0: It was fun. I'm a, a natural ruffler.
1: <laughs> and now we do this. Yes. So
0: and now we ruffle feathers on the internet. So this is big government and an intrusion into the rights of people. Now, All keep in data mind data. that the people still have the right to not answer the survey.
1: Yes, but yes, it's not a mandate.
0: Regardless, survey says this bill stands in stark contrast to the Republican platform in which they call on the state officials to preserve our public colleges, universities, and trade schools as places of learning and the exchange of ideas, not zones of intellectual intolerance or safe zones, as if college students need protection from the freedom exchange of the free exchange of ideas. SB 233 will intrude in the lives of students and staff on college campuses by asking them to fill out a survey about their beliefs. Not by force. Yeah. It's optional.
1: They're asking. Yeah. Which, like we said earlier, probably 75% at least of college students will ignore this when it hits their inbox.
0: It depends. I mean, if there's something free, if there's an incentive.
1: That's true. I guess it doesn't say they can't give incentives.
0: Proponents say that this is needed to make sure that there is an adequate representation of political views on campus. By their admission, then, they are attempting to protect college students from varying views, a stark contradiction of the GOP platform. (laughs) This bill was a solution for a problem that does not exist. Didn't we just read another article that said viewpoints on college campuses were significantly left-leaning?
1: You did pull that up, yes. Ooh,
0: well. In 2018 in Florida, the Campus Free Expression Act went into effect to protect free expression in the public areas of the campus. So I guess that's what they're referring to. Because we already have this pre-existing law, we don't need uh, this change. One aspect of the bill could be to level the ideological makeup of campus faculty. At face value, that sounds great. Who wouldn't want diversity of ideologies on the college campus? After all, we're for free expression, aren't we?
1: And that's the point of universities and higher education, right? To be exposed to new things and different ways of thinking
0: it should be honestly i think we've gotten away from the socratic method because when you go to a university class now you just sit there and copy down what's on the powerpoint notes i don't know how it was back in the day yeah but you watch these old movies and the professor has two students stand up and they give their different ideas and they debate it out yeah maybe that's just i don't know harvard harvard law school and we went to the we went to the poor folk colleges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, it's more dangerous dangerous than you think. So it's more okay. So it's very dangerous to to allow um, different thinkers on campus. So imagine a QAnon believer examining the survey results and stating that there is not enough representation on the faculty that supports these views, and demanding that the university hire a QAnon faculty member, or even people calling for the addition of a Holocaust denier to the staff to satisfy someone's interpretation of a survey. This law has the potential to weaponize campus weaponize the campus and turn them into the campai and turn them into cesspools of conspiracy theorists. So obviously the QAnon supporter and the um holocaust denier are quite the extreme examples.
1: Because of course they have to give the extreme examples.
0: Right. But regardless of whether or not it's extreme, it he's still contradicting himself because earlier he was saying that, you know, freedom of, of expression should be allowed on college campuses. And that would include the QAnon supporter and the Holocaust denier. Even though we disagree with both of those things, it, it's a bit contradictory.
1: And again, it gets into, like I was mentioning earlier, You, s- Jill, and the bill addresses this, you still have to abide by a campus's code of conduct. Right. You, you can't...
0: You're not going to bring some lunatic on the campus.
1: Yeah, so... Maybe someone and like i said also i guarantee somebody on the faculty or going to the university already has some of these beliefs mm-hmm. they're just maybe they're already talking about them maybe they're not i just don't know how big of a problem
0: right i think they're just using the far right example to scare the people that are reading oh, business yeah. insider i mean cuz you could use scary. you could use a far left example too yes but yes, you could. But again, it's freedom of expression on the college campuses. The security of the survey responses is another factor that has to be considered. With computing computer hacking happening at unprecedented levels, there is no guarantee that these survey results will remain anonymous. Well, I mean, they don't have to put their names on them. Most mm-hmm. surveys don't ask for your names.
1: That's true, but do they mean, like, I guess, hacking the whole IP address where they were sent from and finding out the information that way.
0: It seems like a lot of work to go through for what? Exposing someone's political viewpoints?
1: But that, that's the goal. That's what they want.
0: That, yes, they, they want
1: to sow division.
0: And by they... The article actually is referring to foreign actors such as Russia, China, and Iran who have made it their goal to sow hateful discourse in America and promote political chaos, especially in the 2016 presidential election. Your college students are under attack from hackers within Russia, China, and Iran, but beware the QAnon supporters and the Holocaust deniers, because this author is here to save your students from Russia, China, and Iran.
1: Single-handedly.
0: Single-handedly. It's a bird, it's a plane. It is Matt Walton. Alan Liska, an intelligence analyst at Recorded Future, said when discussing government cybersecurity that ransomware attacks are only going to get worse and more pervasive into people's lives, and they're not disappearing Anytime soon. I love that they found an intelligence analyst for this opinion piece. It would be easy for a hostile country to hack these surveys and leak the results and responses in a way that would promote discord and division.
1: Because there's none of that.
0: If there is free speech on college campuses, you're going to have discord and division anyway. Additionally, the law allows further intrusion into the educational environment in which it guarantees the right to record classroom lectures and discussions. As a teacher, I can tell you that this is a recipe for disaster. Now remember, keep all of this in mind because we are going to read the actual text of the bill and see how it lines up to what's in this article. Recording someone without permission or a warrant, is a felony under Florida law, as Florida is a two-party state where it is a crime to intercept or record a wire, oral, or electronic communication, unless all parties to the communication consent, something that many of my fellow educators would not allow. And that's true.
1: I was going to say, which is also sometimes problematic. I know, haven't universities gotten in trouble as well for, like, not allowing a student Somehow they, I remember an article that they didn't allow someone to like videotape a recording or a friend was going to videotape a, rec- a lecture for someone who had to go to like a funeral or something stupid like that. And they didn't allow it. And they were like, you're essentially denying me the right to this information. Hmm. And, I don't. Know. And they
0: paid for it. I can see that being a problem.
1: Yeah, something happened. I don't know. But it,
0: because you paid for that college course and therefore you paid for the information within that course
1: yeah so i don't know it was was a big deal like two or three Mm -hmm. years ago i remember because the lecturer didn't want to have their lecture like out there
0: were they saying something that they shouldn't have been saying that's the thing i mean when you say like i don't want you to record my lectures like what are you saying? That's yeah. You don't want people to see. I think
1: he was trying, or the, the lecturer was trying to like quote proprietary information or something within his lecture. I don't know, hmm. but like I said, I mean that would make things immensely helpful if you needed to not be at a lecture for all it's, sorts of reasons.
0: Yeah, I mean honestly, and like you said,
1: you're paying for the information.
0: I don't see why all. I mean, kind of going along with that, but not really. I. I'm totally for online education like there's no reason kids need to go to class especially if they're just copying things from a bullet point Mm -hmm. or from a from a powerpoint yeah but that's that's weird especially there just doesn't seem to be leniency with a lot of college professors it's like oh you're going to a funeral Mm, that sucks yeah Uh, giving students universal control and the right to record teachers without their knowledge is a travesty Imagine if a student who was angry over a recent grade recorded a teacher and baited them to say something out of context and then posted the video on social media and ruined the teacher's reputation. In an era where Republicans are fighting against cancel culture, recording teachers for their academic views for the intent of having them replaced would degrade an educational system that is the best in the world.
1: Can I just say I love how he is like, so arguing for the rights of these students, mm-hmm. but don't you dare record a lecturer without their permission. That's where your rights stop, students. Yeah. According to.
0: Yeah, that's this so gentleman. odd. Like mm-hmm.
1: we have to protect our students. Oh, wait, no, they can't do that.
0: It, it's it's odd too because people are already recording their teachers anyway, even if it's against the law. Yeah. And posting it online, like cancel culture exists regardless. Of this bill. Mm -hmm. Republicans, especially Tea Party Republicans, for years have fought against government intrusion into people's lives, as many fought and spoke out against the Patriot Act. SB 233 not only allows universal surveillance into classrooms, but also pries into the political beliefs of students and faculties. And the last paragraph is... It just re- it's a conclusion. So we'll just jump right into the bill. So this is SB 233 of Florida for all of you Google search users. So it starts off by defining a few terms. Uh, one of them is intellectual freedom and viewpoint diversity and the second is SHIELD. So intellectual viewpoint and diversity um, means the exposure of students faculty and staff to and the encouragement of their exploration of a variety of ideological and political perspectives shield means to limit students faculty members or staff members access to or observation of ideas and opinions that they may find uncomfortable unwelcome disagreeable or offensive. And what you'll soon find out is shield kind of means that if someone on the left hears someone on the right saying something that they don't like, the teacher can shield the person on the left from what the person on the right is saying, right? So they're shielding people from viewpoints they don't like. So they're giving them that that safe space we're always hearing about. Which does not allow for the freedom of expression on college campuses if you're shielding someone. So this bill specifically prevents that shielding.
1: But again, and going back to, like I said, my concerns Mm -hmm. were code of conduct. Again, you still have to be respectful about this.
0: Mm -hmm. Right, right. Like we have freedom of speech, but there's freedom. I mean, you don't have the freedom of consequences, right? So if you start spouting a lot of, I don't know, horrible rhetoric on college campuses, then yeah, you're still going to be held accountable for what you say. Mm -hmm. And that actually is brought up in the bill, so um, what Jennifer just said, they do cover that, and they they do say that, you know, it is still a problem for you if you start saying things that aren't agreeable. You're allowed to say them, but, you know. So, line 55. The State Board of Education shall require each Florida college system institution to conduct an annual assessment of the Intellectual Freedom and Viewpoint Diversity at that institution, the State Board of Education shall select or create an objective, nonpartisan, and statistically valid survey to be used by each institution, which considers the extent to which competing ideas and perspectives are presented, and members of co- the college community, including students, faculty, and staff, feel free to express their beliefs and viewpoints on college campus and in the classroom.
1: But, Jack, Hmm. I thought this bill was requiring me as a student to tell you my political beliefs.
0: You're so right. That's what we were told in that article. But it doesn't say that there at all, does it? It doesn't
1: say that at all. So I'm so confused.
0: Well, it could be that we're misconstruing the information.
1: Could be that we're purposely
0: Ah. misconstruing
1: the information.
0: Again, that tribal politics playing a role... Right. So all it's, it's simply a survey and they're just trying, they're really just asking students and faculty, do you feel free to express your beliefs and viewpoints on college campuses?
1: And again, we talked about earlier that, yes, they will probably include a section to specify, are you Republican, Democrat, independent, blah, 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 left leaning, right leaning, you know, we don't know how they're going to phrase it. Mm that's again for data
0: right but it doesn't say in the bill they're being forced to report that
1: so we don't even know what the final surveys will start will look like
0: right i mean remember the first line of that article was tell us your political beliefs or Or else else. (laughs) um yeah
1: i'm not getting that i'm I'm not not getting getting the or
0: else or the or the force i'm I'm not getting the vibe no i'm not either That's so strange. I thought what was in the news was always true.
1: It's always true. Especially on the internet.
0: See, this is why you should always go right to the bill. Whatever the bill is, ignore the media, ignore the headlines. Go right to the bill. Read it. Read it yourself. The State Board of Education may not shield students, faculty, or staff at Florida College System institutions from free speech protected under the First Amendment to the United States Constitution, Article One of the State Constitution. So there's that shielding word. Mm-hmm. So it directly says that um, free speech cannot be shielded from other students. So you're allowed to express your opinion on college campuses. And you're not allowed to be denied that free speech, right? Some people will say things on college campuses and they'll be shut down. Or you'll try to start a club, a political club or organization on campus and it won't be allowed, depending on the, the leaning of the university. So that's a good thing. That allows for free speech on college campuses. And again, it's...
1: As, as it states at the very end of the bill, mm-hmm. all of these students, all of these organizations still have to abide by the code of conduct right so uh, i mean there's there's no reason why a specific opinion or viewpoint should be excluded mm-hmm. if we're still abiding by the code of conduct and being right. respectful when we're presenting our views
0: so don't worry you're probably not going to get a QAnon supporter or a holocaust denier um
1: like our good friend would have you believe yes
0: So the bill goes on
1: as bills tend to do
0: Mm -hmm. and it repeats itself a little bit
1: as bills tend to do
0: and so expressive activities protected under the first amendment to the united states constitution so this is where it's defining you know what is included in in that free speech okay so any lawful, oral, or written communication of ideas, including all forms of peaceful assembly, protests, speeches, uh, distributing literature, carrying signs, circulating petitions, um, faculty research, lectures, writings, and commentary, whether published or unpublished, and the recording and publication, including internet publication of video or audio recorded in outdoor areas of campus. Expressive activities protected by this uh, section do not include defamatory or commercial speech, just like Jennifer said about the code of conduct.
1: And I mean, here's the thing. On freshman orientation week, I was handed so many pamphlets by so many student clubs that Mm -hmm. just went in the garbage. Mm -hmm. If you're handed something by an organization that you don't want to join, just throw it away
0: right (laughs) honestly unless you get
1: a paper cut like you're not getting hurt by it
0: yeah i don't know who hangs on to those things usually
1: i probably threw it in the garbage the first one i saw Mm -hmm. with so many things and that includes like knitting club
0: i mean it's it's good to have those different clubs on campus because if you suddenly get that spark for that certain area of interest Mm -hmm. it's there for you But I guess if you have that spark going into college and they're handing you stuff, then they're getting you that way. Um,
1: Which is fair. That's mm-hmm. how all of the clubs and organizations on campus sh- should be. Mm-hmm. So.
0: so it goes into uh, talking about the recording of uh, video and audio in class lectures. And unlike the article that we read, there are actually repercussions for um, for disseminating that. Those uh- recordings and audio when they fall outside of what's recommended in the or or in the bill
1: but hold on i'd like Uh to go back to to the other article didn't he say we're giving students universal control and Mm -hmm. the right to record teachers without their knowledge
0: right and according to this that's not necessarily true because the students could be held liable if they do not get the consent of the teacher to publish this information.
1: I'm just getting more and more confused.
0: I know, I know. So, line 131, a student may record video or audio of class lectures for their own personal educational use, which is cool. I'm on board with that. In connection with a complaint to a public institution of higher education where the recording was made, which is great if you've got a problem you can record it so you have evidence evidence is great it's not always sought after in our current uh, state of affairs Used
1: but yeah
0: um or in preparation for a criminal or civil proceeding again another great area to gather and collect evidence a recorded lecture may not be published without the consent of the lecturer
1: Now will people do it anyway? Of course. They already do. And the court of public opinion will be in session, Mm -hmm. but they will face repercussions for that.
0: Right. Again, antithetical to what was presented in Mm -hmm. the article. So line 140, against a public institution of higher education based on the violation of the individual's expressive rights in a court of competent jurisdiction to obtain declaratory and injunctive relief, and may be entitled to damages plus court costs and reasonable attorney fees, which may only be paid from non-state funds. And this is referring to uh, a person injured by a violation of the section. Above, whether that be the student or the teacher. Against the person who has published video or audio recorded in a classroom in violation to the above in a court of competent jurisdiction to obtain declaratory and injunctive relief and may be entitled to damages. And that is just repeating itself. <laughs> um, but they can also be fined... Um, up to $200,000. So it seems like a pretty severe uh, problem or a pretty severe outcome for the student who does not follow this bill.
1: hmm But still seems to protect students if they record a professor and take the information to the university. Mm-hmm. They're protected as long as they don't share to Facebook first, right? And say, look what this guy did, right? Or this girl did, lady.
0: So I'm totally in agreement, in agreement with this bill. Me too. Um, it supports free speech on college campuses. It makes sure that there's no bias on college campuses. After all, if we're learning about things on a college campus and we're using data and statistics, we always talk about ruling out bias. And it also protects the teachers and it protects the students.
1: And it's like we always say, more, more evidence than having video recordings only protects everyone, right? Because the professor, at the same time, can say, "Well, you can obviously see mm-hmm. that I didn't say that in this in this video."
0: Right. Even if the video is taken out of context, you can clearly you can see when it's ta- yeah taken out of context. Mm-hmm like we even have the same opinion when it comes to body cams on police like all police should wear body cams because it helps protect it helps the officers protect and the other people around them
1: exactly i yeah.
0: honestly think they should invest in drones that you can just when you're on a traffic stop you pop it up and it's got a 360 degree view yeah everything see everything right because whoever's in the right whoever's in the wrong there it you is. can see yeah there it is so it's
1: like I don't know if you remember the patient I had that was found to be recording conversations.
0: Oh. Well, that doesn't seem okay.
1: It it doesn't seem okay, right? Right. But obviously we weren't saying anything that we shouldn't have been.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, so it protected you.
1: It it did, Mm because they actually came back and said, oh, well, she said this. And I said, well, if they were recording my conversation check the tape
0: well that's why like anytime you call customer service or you you message them online they always tell you this is recorded it's
1: monitored and recorded
0: i mean they tell you it's for employee training purposes it's not it's not it's no. for
1: it's for their production yeah yeah and that's fine mm-hmm.
0: so. so i don't think we have anything else to say on this
1: we really don't um main,
0: main points mean, read the actual text of the read bills the
1: actual text because they're just gonna spout anything out on the internet. Right. So.
0: Remember, there is no one smarter uh, than than you when it comes to reporting on the information. Because they're just reporting on a piece of paper that was published. Mm -hmm. And it's their interpretation. And sometimes they're not right.
1: Or sometimes they have opinions that they're trying to state as facts. Yeah. Which is also a problem.
0: So, remember, like and subscribe.
1: Get notifications anytime we post Mm -hmm. by clicking the bell.
0: (laughs) Ring-a-ding-ding.
1: And we will see you guys next time.
0: See you later.